0: Done.
1: Hey everyone, Mad Max here, and I want to tell you about DGen gear. What's that? You've already heard me talk about Degen gear? You know about it already? Then shame on you for not buying it yet. You could be draping yourself in near-eliteness or covering your own Zeke physique with a shirt made just for you. Head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com, click on the DGen shop icon, buy our gear, keep the lights on around here, and go full DGEN.
2: Absolute Sports Betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch
1: here, and it is Thursday. Max, how's it going? Wasn't it nice seeing Kyrie on the court yesterday? Wasn't it? not that a pleasure to see uh, Kyrie Irving back on the hardwood for the first time this season? It was. Uh, I felt like privileged to watch his excellence, uh, generational talent, out on the floor last night. Um, really, really humbling experience that the, the Kyrie Irving experience has kicked off this year in every road game that he can play in.
3: I would love to say I saw him But dare I say all these games That I've been betting on I haven't watched one single NBA game this season (laughs) Not one? Not a single
1: one That was your own Pacers team That he annihilated last night, Panther
3: Oh, uh, you know, I, dude, I don't know what Vegas needs to get a basketball team so i have somebody to root for just because I live in Indiana doesn't make me a Pacers guy. But, uh, hey, kudos to Kyrie. Maybe it'll make the uh, Brooklyn bets a little bit more bettable. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. It's
1: not just tough, man. Yeah. I mean, he looked good. He, I'm not going to lie. Like he, he he had a good game. He, he not rusty whatsoever in shape, not like Zion. And uh, I just it's going to be so difficult. Like, he, like, imagine being in a playoff series and it's like, okay, Kyrie's going to play every three days, every couple, you know, like, he's only able on the road. Like, and imagine I a mean, nightmare scenario. It's probably not going to happen. Nets versus Knicks in the first round.
3: Kyrie can't play.
0: Oh, fuck. You're right.
3: <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> that would. Be, that would be so funny.
1: What the hell do you do? Do you get rid of it? I don't know. I don't know what you do. You, at, that, at that point, like, uh, you just get a hope by June. This is my hope is that by June, shit is just fucking better. <laughs> right? Like, the world is a better fucking place by this June. I mean, we were hoping for, like, June of 2020 to be a, a, a open, better place. But maybe June of 2022 is it where it's like, okay, well, the vaccine mandates and all that shit are just kind of like, eh, at that point. You know? Yes,
0: because the world always gets better. And nothing ever just gets <laughs> worse you know
3: maybe, maybe part of maybe part of the issue here is they're trying to they're trying to get him on the court so they can trade him before the trade deadline possible
1: i mean it, it that, that could be a possibility but uh listen you know it's 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 gonna be tough for this team going forward and you know i think that was their apprehension of having him out there anyway it's the inconsistency not knowing who's going to be out there but wasn't that their whole last season anyway like they didn't have those three guys on the court for more than what ten games. So yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm sure they'll figure it out. We got we got bigger and more important things to talk about though. We we have to shoehorn in NFL on a Thursday because there's no Thursday night games anymore. We get Saturday night games though, right? We do. Yeah, we'll well, we're about not going to talk tomorrow. about those games. We're talking about just the Sunday games, right? Well, well I mean, tomorrow we'll talk about. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, tomorrow, I mean today we're, today we're just going to talk fantasy, talking about the Sunday games. That's it. That's it. Okay. Well. So, I, uh, <laughs> usually you ask, "How'd we do?" Like usually, you're like, "Oh, how'd you guys do last week?" Well, Max, tell
0: me, how'd you do?
1: I did not do very good, Arch. Thank <laughs> you for asking. <laughs> it was a very bad week for me. Uh, if you remember, I took Tua as my quarterback, oh, and okay. I stacked him with Jalen Waddle. So uh, this is my 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 run of destroying quarterbacks continues in fantasy. Every time I pick a quarterback. Yeah, it does not do well. Uh, Ronald Jones Jr. Also bad play. Bad play. He injured his ankle in that game. And uh, looking at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers squad right now, is Le'Veon fucking Bell, the goddamn uh, running back this week? That's that's a nightmare. Yeah. My bright spots, though. Braxton Berrios, I called it, for the Jets. 21.7 points he put up. Really fucking good. Damian Harris, once again, did his thing. And the, the, there's a concept of, you know how you are talking about quarterback, wide receiver stacks? Mm -hmm. There's also the concept of running back defense stacks and Damian Mm -hmm. Harris and the Patriots defense stacked up really well because, you know, defenses play well. Then the running back usually gets the ball at the end of the game, gets more carries and so forth. It's a good, you know, that's the concept and that's exactly what happened. So those are my bright spots of the week, but uh, overall not so good. And I don't think Panther had a good week either.
3: Uh, I didn't have a good week, at least in DFS. I, I don't even know if I had any bright spots, to be honest. Uh, in daily fantasy, or in not daily, uh, in my league, I was in a battle with Chubby Zebra for third place, and uh, I took him out to the witch shed and beat him like the little child good. he is. Good, He deserves it. So, yeah. So I, I won a little money there, but uh, outside of that, I'm looking forward to baseball season if we're gonna have one. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's still locked out, isn't it? I haven't, yeah, I haven't still. heard anything about that. Oh, boy. I forgot about that. Thanks Pretty for bringing absolutely. that up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, as if the world isn't more depressing. Yeah, Kyrie's on the court and there's no baseball. <laughs> All right. So how are we
0: going to construct our fantasy football teams this week, Max?
1: So the question is, which quarterback am I going to ruin and which team's playoff spots just gets fucking destroyed? Well, you'll be very happy, Arch. You're going to be very happy with my my picks this week. Cause my starting quarterback is going to be Ryan Tannehill of the Tennessee Titans. Oh, boy! And I'm going to do something. I don't think I've done before a triple stack starting off with Ryan Tannehill who last time he played the Texans had four picks. I think this time around he's going to whoop up on them and he wants that top seed. And I think that Ryan Tannehill is going to throw the ball very often to AJ Brown, who is my wide receiver, $7,400 at FanDuel. Had kind of like an offer down week last week against the Dolphins. He's been a bit banged up all season. But you look at that game two weeks ago against the Niners. And the Niners have a pretty shoddy secondary. And Houston has no secondary whatsoever. So I like him to get a ton of targets this week. And my triple stack is Deontay Foreman. The Titans run game is the third best in the league. And they haven't had Derrick Henry for half the season. Foreman has been an absolute huge role for them in, in filling that void. And with that, that specter of Derrick Henry's return. I like Foreman to kind of put up a big game this week as one last hurrah. So that's my triple stack. I'm going to uh, spend some money. Once again, I spent money last week. I'm going to do it again. Jonathan Taylor, $10,000 over a fan duel. If Indy wins, they are in the playoffs. So expect the best back in the game to run the ball like crazy. And I'm going to stack him up with the defense of the Colts, $4,800 at Fanduel because Listen, once once the Colts' defense locks down, Taylor runs the ball, they're going to win the game. Because did I mention, if they win, they're in, right? So I like those as my stacks for my starts. I got some value plays that'll round things out. Uh, but yeah, I'm spending a lot of money on Taylor, so I got to find uh, some value later on.
3: Yeah, I, I do like that Tannehill play going against Houston. I'm kind of... Following suit in taking a quarterback going against a shitty defensive team. I like Carson Wentz uh, going against those Jacksonville Jaguars who just got absolutely slaughtered last week by uh, Mac Jones and New England. So I- I'm going with Carson Wentz as my quarterback. Najee Harris, fresh off that 188 yard performance, uh, I like him as my running back. Uh, wide receiver, Tom Brady has to have somebody to throw to. I think Mike Evans is that guy going against Carolina. They still have something to play for in Tampa. I don't think they want to drop any seating. Odell Beckham Jr. at wide receiver going against San Francisco. Nothing to play for. I expect the Rams to put up some points there. At tight end, it wasn't a lot to choose from, to be honest. Uh, so I'm going with Gronk, again, following suit with Tom Brady, needing. And a defense. I like the Atlanta Falcons just because I needed to put somebody cheap in there at that spot and going against the New Orleans Saints who've really struggled on offense. I think the Falcons can keep this a low scoring affair. I like
0: that. I like the the Falcons play there. Yeah. Why not just roll the dice on that and just think that they might suck. Max, I kind of agree with you. I thought Tannehill might be the best quarterback, especially if you're looking at cost performance. Tannehill's not too expensive. I think he's I think that's a definite start.
1: Yeah, again, uh, the only thing going against him is the fact that every time I pick a quarterback, they suck. Yeah, (laughs) It's a (laughs) curse. It's almost as bad as the Vegas uh, curse that Panther used to have (laughs) (laughs) that might be starting back up again because it didn't go so well last time. Uh, Uh, Hey, sits. here's where I'm going to have some disagreement right off the gate with Panther. I do not like Carson Wentz this week at all. Uh, Did I mention already that if the Colts win, they're in? So you think they're going to let Carson Wentz fuck that all up? That running game is just going to just do its fucking thing. Wentz will probably have a nice game as in don't turn the fucking ball over a game. I just don't think he's going to have a big game. So for $7,200, spend the extra $100 for Tannehill. Why not? You know? Oh, Unless you don't have that extra $100 because you spent $10,000 on Jonathan Taylor. (laughs) Uh, Running back, I want to avoid Rex Burkhead of Houston, $5,600. Some people might be tempted to take Burkhead as a value play. He's had some really big games, but this Titans run defense has been absolutely fucking awesome lately. They're not going to be fucking around this week, so I would avoid Rex Burkhead. Uh, Wide receiver, you know, I took Braxton Berrios last week for the Jets. I am going to avoid Braxton Berrios this week for him. I don't see him doing well against the Bills this week. The Bills have something to play for. The Jets do not. At defense, it's a trifecta of Packers, Bengals, Cowboys, because you're not going to see the full squads of any of these teams this week. So avoid putting them in there. I think uh, Panthers' uh, Atlanta play might be uh, you know one of the smarter plays at defense because the teams that are kind of locked in, Uh, you're just not going to get value out of them. I mean, maybe still the Packers against the Lions, right? But I I just wouldn't risk it. So those are my sits for the week.
3: Yeah, on the sits, kind of following what you said, I'm benching all Bengals and all Packers. It's pretty much a a given that the starters aren't going to play. And – the bengals they've already said joe burrow and joe mixon now are in protocol so guaranteed they're not going to play josh allen just out of principle i'm fading him because this is a very good season and i don't like him and i think it goes without saying after uh monday's shitty performance i'm not touching ben roethlisberger on his farewell tour uh stay far far away from ben roethlisberger
0: (laughs) i don't know if it's a farewell tour as much as a go away tour. Uh, I don't know anybody that wants him. You know what? Uh, I see a lot of uh, I see a lot of numbers coming in for the San Francisco Los Angeles game. I'm avoiding that game like the plague. This smells to me like ugly divisional football. I'm avoiding Stafford. I'm avoiding Cup. I'm avoiding everybody on on both sides of that game. You know, I think Fields is going to play again too. So it's just going to be pure chaos on the field.
1: Oh, You mean Lance? Trey Lance? It's Trey Lance. Lance? I'm sorry. Yeah, Trey Lance. Yeah, yeah. yeah sorry. Yeah. The kid. The kid is starting. The, the kid is starting. Yeah. I, I mean. I, I I do actually find value in a couple players in that game. Uh, so kind of feeding into that. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr., 6,500. Uh, he's had at least one touchdown a game. Uh, Niners going to be focusing their attention on Cooper Cup. They don't have a very strong secondary. So I think OBJ could get a lot more targets this week. Uh, I would avoid then Tyler Higby, by the way, Um, just tight end usually gets those red zone targets. It's Odell Beckham Jr.'s show now in in the red zone. Uh, And then wide receiver for the uh, 49ers. I like Brandon Ayuk. Uh, I think the the Rams are going to put Jalen Ramsey all over Debo Samuels, so Ayuk could benefit from that. And. You know, with uh, Trey Lance starting, if you watched them last week, they had a really good connection between Ayuk and Lance. So those are two value plays that I'm seeing there. At running back, I like Devonta Freeman from Baltimore. I mean, uh, I think he can put up some yards against the Steelers' defense, get some red zone touchdowns. Important game for both teams, so I think it's going to be a hard-hitting. You talk about a divisional ugly matchup. That's going to be one of those, and I think the running game is going to be featured in that. And then at tight end, I I had $5,300. So this this is it. I had fifty three hundred dollars to spend, and honestly, I hate putting in players for meaningless games, but I had to do it. I took Tyler Conklin of Minnesota. Um, it, there's a method to the madness, though, because there was a couple other guys right around him that I probably could have afforded. This is his last game of the season before becoming an unrestricted free agent. So this is his last opportunity to get some game footage on there, try to get a contract in the offseason. So some kind of motivation. He hasn't had that bad of a recent string of plays, just nothing to get excited about. So those are my value plays for the week.
3: You plays for me and we, we touched on a couple of them. I, I, I play on Yahoo, so I'm not sure you guys on DraftKings or FanDuel. I play on Yahoo Fantasy. And Matt Stafford actually was very affordable this week. Um, I, I get what Arch is saying about this game, but I think Stafford is going to have to throw the ball for them to win against 49ers. Uh, and Max already touched on it. Ryan Tannehill, I think that's another value play at quarterback. At running back, Samaji Perine for the Cincinnati Bengals. already mentioned it, that uh, Joe Mixon's not going to play. So Perine in a game that nobody's going to care about. Nobody's even trying. They're going to get out of there. I expect him, you know, to have some carries and uh, carry the toe. And last but not least, Amona Ra St. Brown uh, for the uh, Detroit Lions has quietly put together an incredible season, even though the Tigers – Tigers, lions, whatever—they all suck. Um, even though the lions have nothing to play for, uh, these players are trying to make an impression with the coaching staff just to stay on the roster and try and put something together. Saint Brown has been the bright spot for the lions. I expect him to put up some good yard uh, yards this week, and those are my value plays. All right, I
0: think Tannehill probably is the best value play uh, on, on at quarterback. If if you if you're hard pressed, if you need to find a value play at quarterback. I'm thinking maybe Matty Ice. I think he could have an okay game, but I think Tannehill. That's where you want to start because I think Brady Murray. I think you could play those guys. Maybe even maybe Stafford, but I still think that game's going to be ugly. But I think you could actually spend some money this week on quarterback and be okay or value play Tannehill.
1: I, I had to value play someone because you know spending so much money on Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like a good chunk of your uh your your uh, you know, payroll right there right to yeah. one player so uh no i, I like the San hill play hey let's take a quick break talk about odds jam developed by stanford engineers odds jam is an innovative solution designed to identify mathematically profitable betting opportunities they have the fastest real-time data to spot discrepancies between different sports books help users place profitable bets profits average three percent every day which adds up to big earnings there is no catch just the smartest bidding software on the market. Get used to winning with odds
2: jam. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify?
1: All right. NBA, what do you got? Only one, and I'm going to rip the Band-Aid off and talk about the Celtics and Knicks. Uh, Celtics lost to the fucking Spurs yesterday. Now they're going to head to New York, take on a Knicks team that has struggled to win at home all season. New York just 8-11 at MSG this year, coming off of a good home win over the Pacers the other day. Uh, Julius Randle back in the lineup, but Kemba Walker remains out, which means we won't get an opportunity to see Kemba burn his former team. Celtics, they welcomed back Jason Tatum yesterday, but it did not go so good. This team is an absolute clusterfuck. Like, honestly, this team is a clusterfuck. They are two games under five hundred. They are 7-12 and on the road this year. I don't love anything on the board in the NBA today. I don't love the Knicks, but my distrust of the Celtics is enough to back New York. $10 Moneyline bet on the Knicks.
3: Yeah, much like you, a very unbettable day in the NBA this was the only game that I'm on as well. Did notice, you know, a couple of days ago we were talking about who's going to score for uh, the, the Knicks. Well, Julius Randle came back that game. R.J. Barrett put up 30 points. Uh, so a little scoring from him. Uh, they've got to figure it figured out, you know, who's the, going to do the scoring when Kemba's not in there. But I'm in complete agreement with Boston. What an absolute clusterfuck of a team. You don't know where the scoring or defense or anything is coming from from this team um I, the fact that this is only new york well even minus one plus one somewhere there kind of surprises me makes me a little timid but i'm with max here 10 <laughs> bucks on the knicks
0: all right here we go uh, kiss <laughs> of death man i love new york plus a point and a half absolutely love it i think that they should win i think boston's boston right now We have to revisit that. Did Boston Boston's window close (laughs) like a season or two ago? Yeah, we have to revisit that topic. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, Kiss of Death, New York, ten bucks on them.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, we, we we have talked about that on the show before if you download this every single episode, and, and I was like, no, their window's still open. They've got these two young players and Tatum and Brown. Well, they haven't figured out how to make those two guys work on the court together. They haven't figured out the right amount of players to be around them. It's kind of tough when both players are alphas and want the ball every single fucking play, right? And they just haven't made that work. Other teams have figured that out, having two or three alphas on it. They, these guys just, they butt heads. They seem to like each other. But I, they they just can't figure it out. Um, I, you know, I think I think part of this is Vegas is trying to convince the public that the Celtics are a good team. You know, it's like, oh well, yeah. Look, the Celtics, uh, you know, they're they're favorite here. They they have to win. I think it's a, it's a fucking rope a dope here. I think the Knicks are gonna come beat the shit out of the Celtics tonight. So uh, I like the money line there. Uh, are you betting anything else, Arch? I got it.
0: Panther. You're done.
3: Yeah, that was it. Okay. <laughs>
0: We're going to Phoenix. Uh, Los Angeles is going to town. They're plus 11 and a half right now. Best line I could find. I do think the Clippers get killed, but I think they only get killed by about nine or 10 mm-hmm. points. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to put 10 bucks on the Clippers.
1: Yeah, I like, I, I, I like that play. If, if, if I was betting, um, you know, spreads at all, if I was betting, betting with the points, I would probably take the Clippers here. I think that is a, just a tad bit too many points. Uh, Phoenix, absolutely, you know, uh, remarkable team. Probably, you know, uh, Top, what, two, three best teams in the league right Mm -hmm. now? Mm -hmm. Uh, Absolutely. So I think Phoenix can win by double digits. Will they win by the 11.5? I'm not so sure. I'll lean Los Angeles with you.
3: I didn't know what to make of this game. It seemed like 11 and a half was a lot for a a Clipper team. But the one thing I've noticed throughout this NBA season is these big, huge spreads have been getting covered. Uh, You know, I took Detroit yesterday, plus 10, and they lost by 25. So I I don't know if Vegas is on to something here with with these double-digit lines. Uh, I'm going to lean Phoenix, but um, I didn't want anything to do with this game. So you're taking the Grizzlies minus 13. That's what you're saying. I was off that one too. Nah. <laughs> What's up with
0: the Warriors? Uh, they they opened nah, minus six and a half.
1: Hmm? Steph, Steph's Steph. out. Yeah, he's probably going to be out. Uh, they, they listed him as questionable, but I think he's going to be out. I think they're they're uh, uh, they're, they're preserving him. <laughs> they they want to wait for him and Clay to be on the court fucking together on Sunday, and then the, I don't think they want to risk anything. So I think he's going to rest today.
0: Still tempting, even a minus two and a half. It is tempting to take the Warriors here against New Orleans.
1: I don't know. I mean, without Steph, it's it's hard to bet on this team. We saw what this team was without Steph, uh, you know, the last couple of seasons with him being injured. It's just not the same team. Um, they do have some depth, but I I don't hate this Pelicans team when they're playing at home, right? So uh, I do just running the straight-up numbers. Uh, I'll probably lean Golden State here, but uh, I don't know, man. Like, at two and a half? Maybe maybe that shifts to, to, to the Pelicans at this point. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, this is a... Yeah, this is a tough game to bet on without knowing what's up with Curry.
3: I'm assuming Curry's not playing, but I didn't have a line when you know I ran my numbers this morning. Yeah, they got Jordan Poole. They got Andrew Wiggins. They got Draymond Green. I, I still think they can beat a team like New Orleans, but I didn't have a line, and I don't like to add things on air, so uh, we'll call it a lean on the Warriors. All right. Well, let's head over to the ice. There's a shitload of hockey.
1: There's a lot of hockey. I'll see if Panther and I are on the same games or not. I'm, I'm going to bet three of them. I'm going to start off with Columbus at – New Jersey, you know, Columbus might have some defensive issues some goaltending issues, just some something because they have absolutely bled goals recently. And while the devil's offense isn't what we consider a potent offense, it's been quite productive as of late. I, I'm looking at this line. I'm like, how am I going to eat chalk on the New Jersey Devils? Who the fuck in their right mind would eat chalk on the New Jersey Devils? But as crazy as it sounds, I think it's a good play. Columbus just not playing very well right now. Vulnerable. Coming to New Jersey at that rock. I think it's 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 gonna be a tough one for them. So a ten dollar bet on my New Jersey Devils.
3: Yeah, look at that game. I'm kind of with you. I think this is an even game, but I was leaning more towards the uh, Blue Jackets and that plus line. I think the the roller coaster that I'd be riding here right now is uh, still the overs. Yesterday was a push on one game, got the over in the other game, but the goals, man, people are just bleeding goals here early on coming back from the uh, the little hiatus. So I I like the over here, uh, but I'm moral support. Well, it's not moral support. I'm leaning the Blue Jackets here. And you're leaning the over. Yeah, betting? I'm leaning the over. Yeah, I'm leaning the over. I'm not Uh-oh. betting this game.
0: Yeah, New Jersey should win, but man, it's close. I minus one fifty. That's okay with you, Max?
1: No, there? no, no. I mean, I'm gonna bet it because I said it on the show. But I had this at minus one thirty-five.
0: Okay. So minus- actually,
1: Vegas
3: agrees. <laughs> right. so yeah, that's a that's a good bet for you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, one fifty does seem like if you if you're listening at home, probably don't take the one fifty. But I'm I'm doing it on the show, so. Fuck it. Why not? Uh, Next one up for me, New York Rangers at the Vegas Golden Knights. Golden Knights have lost two in a row and it's hard to believe that they're going to lose three, but I like this Rangers team. Whenever Shesterkin is in goal, Rangers have beaten Tampa twice. They beat Edmonton. Uh, That's uh, since returning from their break team travels. Well, capable of going toe to toe with any of the elite teams in this league. So this is my one value play of the day. I need, need to bet some kind of plus line and this is it. $10 bet on the Rangers.
3: Yeah, I saw that the, my Golden Knights have lost two in a row. looks like the curse might be back. I bet on them in both those games. So <laughs> I'm staying away from this one. I, I kind of liked Vegas, but the way the Rangers have been playing, I didn't like Vegas at minus 160. So uh, value play, a plus line. I'll give you moral support and lean the Rangers.
0: Yeah, I think Vegas probably should win, but not of not the minus 140, 150 range. So yeah, tons of value
1: on the Rangers here. Good job. I had more value again when I plugged this in at plus 140 not too long ago.
3: Oh,
1: (laughs) damn it. Last one up for me, Predators and the Kings. The Kings have had five days off since their New Year's bashing of the Flyers. Uh, Continue their homestand today as the Predators come into town. Nashville, they just beat those Golden Knights in Vegas, and they're going to look to win their third in a row. It's a Predators team that is extremely dangerous. They play very well on the road. This is a team to keep an eye out on in the second half to probably make some trades and make a Stanley Cup push run. I think they grabbed the win today as well. $10 bet on Nashville.
3: Yeah, I like the way Nashville's been playing. One of their uh, cruxes last week, or last year, I should say. Ah, uh, was they really struggled to win on the road? But they've kind of cured that this year, and they're playing really well on the road. The Kings are still just a mediocre 500-type team. I think the Predators can win, so yeah, I'm more than moral support. I'm betting this one too, ten bucks on the Predators. All right, yeah,
0: I think that's probably the way to go. I'm, I'm definitely on that side. With the rust the Kings might have, who knows?
1: So yeah, I'll, I'll lean that way for with you guys. All right. Those are my
3: three. A couple others that are interesting, but what, what else you got Panther? I've got two more. Maybe one of those is the interesting you're talking about. I need an answer. I need, I need, there's something missing. I'm missing something. I need you to explain it. That is the Pittsburgh Penguins going to the Philadelphia Flyers Pittsburgh coming off that big win yesterday. I get it. Second game of the back to back. Maybe the line suggests Carter Hart is back in goal for the Flyers, but Pittsburgh in a plus line
1: no 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 no. Oh. It's, it's Pittsburgh minus 195 or 200
3: okay because uh, I wear a four-letter network they had Philadelphia minus 155 and I'm like what the fuck is going on here oh. uh well, that that makes me feel much better uh because the line is that bad let's put 20 bucks on the Penguins.
1: Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a little too much chalk for me i like pittsburgh i think they win that but that implied probability is brutal uh i I'm, I'm checking to see if carter hart's back today um i don't think he is so i think you might might luck out uh on that one um but yeah it's it, it's a tad bit too chalky for me especially on a back-to-back uh fuck goddamn fucking pittsburgh it came back from behind yesterday hell of a fucking game um looking at this uh injury report i'm just trying to pull this up uh so i don't see i don't see carter hart on there so maybe he is back but anyway i will moral support lean pittsburgh with you i i I, no minus 195 to minus 220 for pittsburgh in
0: this game and there's no no it's philadelphia or bust in my mind
3: I just don't like the way the Flyers have been playing. One more game for me, Detroit-Anaheim. Anaheim Anaheim was playing pretty decent. They're they're still an okay team. I don't know that I trust them a lot, but I don't trust the Detroit Wedwings on the road. They've been playing pretty decent at home, but on the road, I'm a little bit more suspect. So at a minus 140 thereabouts, I'll take a Flyer on the Ducks. Ten bucks on Anaheim. Yeah, before we get to the Ducks game, I did check. Carter Hart is cleared from COVID protocols.
1: He did practice uh, yesterday, so he might he might end up goal today, depending on his conditioning. So uh, something to keep an eye out on there. I like Anaheim as well here too. I almost bet them, um, you know. I, I was betting a couple of chalkier games, and I, I, I didn't want to bet a, a third one. So uh, moral support, lean on the Ducks here.
0: No, I like this play. I don't like the way the line apparently is moving, but I do like the play. I think the Anaheim should win minus one forty. I don't think you're exposed at all. I think you're in good shape.
3: Good deal, huh? You know, given the the support I'm getting for my Pittsburgh play, I believe I'll leave them off my parlay today. <laughs> <laughs> you might wanna, yeah, might want to swap something else in there. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's all I got for the ice. And no totals. You 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 started the whole thing talking about totals. Uh, it was just something that I I didn't dive into. I was sitting there getting loaded and everything this morning. I found three. I dove into the totals yesterday because I couldn't find three games that I actually liked to bet on. So I went over to the total side. But look, I I pretty much bet over on every single game, and I think you're going to come out ahead today.
1: Let's look at that Winnipeg-Colorado over. Let's check that one six out. Six and a half. Six and a half? Oh, I think that goes over. They're even pushing that line up, and it still will go over. I, I think it might. I, I, I think this is probably like a 5-3 game. I think Avalanche uh, probably win this one, put up like five, six goals on fucking poor Winnipeg. <laughs> it's just, this just doesn't even seem fair right now. Like, uh, you know, we, we were criticizing Colorado earlier in the season. Uh, we'll see, you know, kind of how the second half is with the breaks and what they're going to do as well, because uh, if they're not going to the Olympics, they had slated like two or three weeks for the Olympics, and now they I think they're just going to reschedule all these games that haven't been played. They have to, like, redo the schedule. So I think that uh, these teams will get a little bit more, um, less like back-to-backs and more re- relaxation in the second half, a little bit more flexibility of their schedule. But uh, this Colorado team, uh, they're going to be scary in that second half, I think.
3: I got nothing to add. Yeah, and they're going to
0: pummel Winnipeg. I don't know if I can lay that kind of <laughs> lay that kind of two, minus two forty, no, no, but no, you
1: know, couldn't, Jesus. Couldn't, yeah. Anything else we need to look at? You said might be another interesting game or no? Uh, I, no. I, I the Florida Panthers in the Dallas Stars game. I I love that matchup today. Uh, you know, Dallas at home getting a plus line. It was so fucking tempting. So that was the interesting game that I was looking at here. Mm. I think uh, especially at the plus 120 that you can get maybe somewhere. Um, Dallas at home. Ugh. Yeah. I Iceberg think Pittsburgh picks, wins. Iceberg. Iceberg. Yeah. We probably still do win. Uh, hey, I, I, thank, I you, know. I thank you, Iceberg. Thank you. I mean, listen, I have them winning. I don't know if Carter Hart ends up in goal. Uh, I don't think he's he's quite ready yet, and they're, they're not going to push their best goalie if he's not ready. But he, he's been very critical about the protocols. Um, So I think he wants to get out there. So he might try to convince the coach to put him out there today.
0: Guess what? Kings plus one. Ah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we talked about fantasy football and hockey and basketball and a little bit about Kyrie. Mm. Max, that's it
1: generational talent you can ask uh, any uh, Boston sports fan that calls into radio shows download the DGEN's app for Android or iOS and listen to anything that I picks your picks anyone's picks over on Twitter at betting absolute no matter where you list that please highest rating comment, subscribe download and listen to every single episode of Panther I can't wait for this parlay without Pittsburgh
3: so take us home Well, I only had four games to choose from. Well, I'm dead. I'm dead in the water because the KOD is included in the parlay. We're going to take those New York Knickerbockers, Anaheim Mighty Ducks, and the National Predators, put those three together. That's today's Panther Parlay. We're hanging out on Facebook. We're hanging out on Twitter. Give us a shout out by name. We will holler back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today. And when it's all said and done, kids, it's all
2: make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations under no circumstances will the owners, operators or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.